0: Hello, everyone. Mike Bellaman here, Associated Builders and Contractors. Today, we have a special guest, Cindy Campana, Leadership Development with ViStar Credit Union. Sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome. Mike Bellaman here uh, for another episode of All mic Up. I'm the CEO of Associated Builders and Contractors, and today's topic is trusts. We're going to talk about personal trust, organizational trust, market trust, and building and developing trust. So we're going to have a little conversation about this big word we call trust. I have a really special guest uh, with me today, Cindy Campana, someone I've known for a number of years and uh, an esteemed professional and very competent in this topic. Cindy, why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Hi, Mike. Hi, everyone. My name is Cindy Campana, and I conduct a lot of um, leadership development courses for my organization here in Jacksonville, Florida. And one of the topics that I love focusing on with the leaders of the company is trust.
0: Yeah, trust is a big concept. Uh, Obviously, uh, you know, culture has a lot to do with uh, trust, the culture of your organization, but trust really does affect how we get things done in organizations. Would you agree?
1: Oh, it sure does. We can tell that if things are uh, moving rapidly, we know that there's a lot of trust. And if things are slowing down and the costs are way up, we know that there's a huge lack of trust. So we like to look at what's causing the speed of the projects and also what's causing the um, disconnects and holding us back with some projects.
0: You know, one of the things that we found uh, in associated builders and contractors with this whole concept of trust is, you know, people use private language to define trust, you know, so uh, one of the things that we've done is really tried to uh, use some uh, language and and educate people and make it a common language because some people take trust personally, It's, it's big, it's complex, uh, they really don't know how to uh, define it. They don't know how to, uh, they don't look at it as a competency and a skill. Um, and they really don't know how to build trust or or restore trust. So let's have a conversation about this. So, you know, we both use Franklin Covey's Speed of Trust. Yes. And uh, we give a lot of credit to Franklin Covey. Yes. Uh, and so let's just talk about this in the concept of or in the context of the book, The Speed of Trust, in the training that uh, we know you do. You're a certified facilitator of Speed of Trust, right? Tell tell us, first of all, a little bit about how your organization uh, came upon Franklin Covey and um, your use of uh, Franklin Covey, The Speed of Trust in your organization.
1: Well, we all uh, read the um, Seven Habits, you know, which is a book that I resonate with me many years ago and continues to do so. And then we really wanted to look at what a high trust culture is all about. And that's when we were introduced to Franklin Covey's Speed of Trust. And as we started looking at the concepts that they have um, you know, outlined when it really comes to your self-trust and relationship trust and market trust, we knew that that was aligned with the values that we portray in our organization. So it, it was just a, a perfect match and continues to be a perfect match. We started rolling out the Speed of Trust a couple of years ago. We started with our uh, senior leaders, then all of our leaders, and now all of our employees, we were making sure um, are attending, 2,000 of them to, are attending the Speed of Trust workshops.
0: Wow, so everybody's got the same language
1: and yes. everything,
0: which is, which is huge.
1: Yes, and I find that important because when you start out, you ask, you know, define trust, and everyone defines trust as honesty and it is honesty but it is so much broader and bigger than honesty and that's what i really like because we start with our own trust in the workshop and how do we build our own trust before we can really start building those relationships not even, not only at work but also our personal relationships so i love that we take that honesty but it's also about the intent, which I think is so important because we get to the what as an organization a lot, and that's many organizations, and I have them step back. The what is the why behind the what. Um, we look at uh, fixed mindsets versus growth mindsets. Uh, with my, my team knows how important it is to have that growth mindset, to always be learning, to always stay relevant. And when I hear, well, this is how I've always done it, this is how we've always done it, I know that we're missing that core that will will really keep us strong in trust. And then the last one is the results. We always want uh, results. We wanna be on a winning team And part of that is making sure that we achieve the results. So when we put all four of those together, we know that we're really building our own core of self-trust.
0: Well, you know, you bring up a very, very important point. And and one of the things that we learn uh, in building a culture of trust is is that it's a very individual uh, opportunity uh, to become worthy of trust. So Mm -hmm. you mentioned self-trust. Is that where it all begins?
1: It it all begins there. And we make sure that we do our own self-assessment to really think about where am I strong? So I continue that strength, but also where can I get stronger? Because we're always looking for feedback. We're always looking for self-assessment. So we do self-assess there. And that's where we start. And then from there, we can start really building those relationships.
0: You know, you mentioned the seven habits of highly effective people. And and, and I believe that that's foundational. Uh, you know, and in between private victory and public victory, we talk about this emotional bank account where we yes. talk about trust. Uh, but you mentioned awareness. Self-awareness is so key. And I agree, it all starts with self. And in habit number one, be proactive. It's all about self-awareness. Right. And this is really key because if you really want to improve, if you want to get to point B, you got to know where you're at, which is point A. Yes. And I always talk to our people. I say, "Who woke up today wanting to be worse than they were yesterday?" Right. Everybody wants to be better. Right. So let's talk about. So, so you mentioned starting with self trust. You also mentioned market trust and some. So let's talk about the waves of trust Mm -hmm. and everything. So give us an idea. How does this build?
1: Yeah. So then we move into the relationship trust. And so we focus on the relationship trust, ones that we want to build and make stronger, ones that we can even restore. And so what does that look like? And that's where we introduce the behaviors of trust. And and working in a financial institution it's really interesting because we have the you know what we want to follow with the behaviors and the counterfeits. so we all relate to what a counterfeit is and then we describe what they look like and then from there you were you move into the organizational trust and the market trust and then what that means to the the market itself your environment outside like what what are members saying about you um, what are your internal employees saying about you? So they all go hand in hand, but we like the metaphor of the water. You know, it yeah. starts with that one drip of water and we have to have water to survive. and that drip is that ripple effect. And so as you start building the relationships and the organization and then the market, how it's just one after another and how they just all work together.
0: So, okay, so the first wave self-trust. Uh, I believe there's four cores of credibility Correct. Okay, that begin with character and competence. Yes. Why don't you, we just break those down real quick?
1: Yeah. So character is all about your integrity and your intent. And that integrity is where that honesty comes in. And that's where that's that one component of self-trust. And then the intent. And that's where I was going, you know, saying a little bit earlier, you have to really think about the why behind the what. We tend to get to the what, and I always have to say, but why? What's our intention? Why do we have to do this? Give me the why, so that what? And so I do really try to facilitate that a lot with leaders so that communication is is much better and more effective with their employees.
0: Yeah, declaring intent is so critical. You know, I have found that people don't really understand uh, what people are doing unless the intent is clear.
1: Absolutely. And
0: that lack of clarity causes a lack of trust. Yes. So it's very important that leaders and individuals say, my intent is this. Yes. And then they can help them align the actions, right? Which is the integrity element with that intent. So very good. Yes. Tell us a little bit about the competency side.
1: Well, I love the competency side uh, because we have the uh, you have the, your capabilities. You really have to stay relevant, especially in today's environment, the way organizations are changing so quickly. So the only way you can stay up with that change is to ensure that you're staying um, relevant, and it goes back to that growth mindset. You really have to have a growth mindset in today's environment. And then the last one's the results. You have to deliver the results. And so you think about someone who you don't trust, it's because They are not delivering the results that they said they were going to or when they were going to. And so if we're not meeting those deadlines and if we're not doing that end product like we said we would, that impacts the trust.
0: So the foundation of trust really comes from a subjective and objective piece. And I think what happens when people say, I don't trust you people take it personally on the subjective side, when really, at the end of the day, it might be a a competency situation. And I certainly know that you would never trust me to fly a plane, right? Right. Because you know, I don't have that competency. That doesn't you mean you don't trust me from an integrity perspective. So it's important to get that. So we got those four cores of credibility, Mm -hmm. then and every everybody has them, then it's about how do we behave together. So you mentioned these 13 behaviors, you mentioned these counterfeit behaviors, give us an example of a behavior what is authentic and then what is counterfeit?
1: Yeah, so there's, I mean, I love um, the behaviors because be transparent, you know, of course, and listen first and um, be loyal. And uh, here's a counterfeit for me in the Zoom world today. Mm -hmm. Be loyal to me is, you know, give me the honest feedback. Um, And again, clarify your expectations, deliver your results that you're going to deliver. But when you're having conversations other than conversations that we're having, and in the Zoom world, it's very impactful to me today because what's happening is we have zoom conversations and texting is going on behind the zoom conversations so instead of having meetings after meetings it's those messages or those chat messages the private chats that are going back and forth so i really i emphasize those 13 behaviors because you really need to demonstrate those behaviors to each other so you're able to build that trust with each other and i've done a couple of things with the behaviors i do love the activities where i sit down with somebody and, and, and ask them what are some of the th- the top 3 behaviors that are most important to you is it be transparent is it make sure you clarify your expectations is it deliver your results all you know there's just all of them are just so important but what are the 3 most important to you And here are the three that are most important to me. And then when I consult in the organizations as a team, I ask them, each individual, for this team to move forward, what is that number one behavior that the team needs in order to advance? And what
0: you're talking about is the currency of trust, the currency that and everybody's got their different currency. So when you talk about those behaviors, that's the currency that helps to build and restore trust. Those behaviors. Are really work together. And I like how all those 13 behaviors link back to the cores of credibility. Some of them are character type behaviors, some of them are competency type yeah. behavior. So it all fits. Let's let's go to the next waves and let's talk about it because these are the foundations, obviously. But when you think about the company and you think about the brand of the organization, you know, in the market, you uh, say, so you think about organizational trust and market trust, you know, I think of brand. You know and they mentioned symbols you know symbols are good indicators of the brand out in the public in the market why don't you talk a little bit about that from your perspective i know in our industry in the construction industry when we think about symbols we think about construction projects so when we talk about how construction trust us, we're safe but yet our projects aren't clean okay that's a brand uh disconnect that's a symbol. So when you go to a project and you see a, you know, someone drives by a project and people are wearing their high-vis vest, they're wearing their hard hats, they're wearing their goggles, the project's clean. People are like, wow, that's a symbol of safety and trust uh, and everything like that. So when you think about the financial world, right. What are some of those symbols of trust?
1: Yeah, um, our our brand, and I love our brand because it's newer. It's um, do good, bank better, there and it's go. all about doing good. And the reason we love it internally is how can we do good, not just with each other, but when we are out in the community, how can we really, you know, help the community? And when people think of our company, especially in Jacksonville, our company is is right up there at the top of the list because of what we do with each other. And we see that in our engagement surveys. Uh, we see that in, you know, uh, best place to work, et cetera. But also we see that with our members because they will tell you the way we invest in the city, the way we invest in the different organizations is really most important to our CEO. And we there is that trickle effect, that ripple effect, again, how it's so important to all of us. So how can we be involved? How can we be engaged in the community so we're always doing good?
0: And that trust in the marketplace begins with each individual's employee self-trust, then that relationship trust builds organizational trust. That translates into the market trust and that translates into more business, right. long-term sustaining businesses. For so, sure. well, there's no doubt. I mean, this whole conversation, trust I me, mean, we could go on forever yes. about this topic. But, so you know, sure. thank you very much for joining me. Sure. Just to kind I of give it. some highlights, you know, we got these five waves. We talked about character and competence. We talked about the four chords of credibility. We talked about behaviors. You eloquently gave us some great examples of those. Cindy? Cindy? Campana, thank you very much for joining (laughs) us today. We really appreciate it.
1: Great to see you.
0: Okay, everybody. Thanks a lot for this episode on trust. Uh, It's Mike Bellaman on All Mic'd Up. Have a great day.